1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise. Thank you once again for joining us this week. We live in very difficult, interesting times. We're going to share some personal stories with you today, too. But most importantly, welcome to MoneyWise. We really appreciate your listening. Hopefully you will find some of the material and information that we're going to provide for you today helpful as we're going through the COVID-19 and coronavirus time. I'd like to start today by telling you a little story and reading you a small poem. In 1922, there was a woman born in the state of Massachusetts. So in 1933, when the Great Depression started, She was about 11 years old, and the Great Depression lasted for close to 15 years before we came out of it. So for most of her teenage years and young adult years and so forth, she lived through the Great Depression. And then we went into World War II, and she lived through World War II as well. She was a stay-at-home mom. Her husband at that point was overseas serving in the military. He was away. She was continuing to work and she happened to be working with another young woman. She was 20 years old at the time, this lady I'm talking about. And she had a very pessimistic co-worker who was very depressed because of the events of World War II. Her name was Hetty. I won't give you her last name, the lady who was depressed. So this individual that I'm talking about wrote a poem to cheer her up. It's called Look Ahead. And I'd like to read this poem to you this morning. It's called Look Ahead. When current events disturb you and through the fog you are led, chin up, eyes straight, don't look back, look ahead. Although the trail is narrow and seems like some book you've read, think of a sunny tomorrow. Don't look back, look ahead. We all have our troubles and sorrows, At time, pleasant thoughts seem dead. But the sun will shine through this fog again if you'll keep on looking ahead. That was written in 1942. We're already two years into World War II. And it was written by Mrs. Hazel Lance, my mother. So she was 20 years old at the time she wrote this. And I came across it again recently and I thought, This woman, my mother, not only lived through the Depression, but she lived through World War II. She was newly married. She had a young child. And yet she had the spirit and the courage and the optimism to write this poem. So this is a big shout out and a thank you to my mom. She's not with us any longer, but I thought this might be an interesting way to start out the show this morning. So... I'm going to make a small adjustment here. We're broadcasting you and recording this show. And and your mother uh, was and is still the nicest, most positive, happiest person I've ever known in my entire life. She was always just a ray of sunshine and positivity. Um, I was too young to remember why, but... Uh, when I was young, uh, she moved into the small little guest cottage out behind our house, and I really enjoyed spending time with her. Not many grandchildren enjoy spending uh, time with their grandparents when they're older, but when I was in my teens, I still enjoyed going swimming in the pool with her and just spending time with her, and uh, she was very special. The one thing that she used to do that... Um, you know, sometimes I enjoyed, but other times it was like, oh gosh, there she is again. Every single day when I left to go to school, every single day when I returned from school or wherever I was coming and going, she was always at her door. Didn't matter what the weather was. Didn't matter if it was the dead of winter. Didn't matter what time. She was always standing at her door with it open and waving at me. And again, most of the time it brought joy to my heart, but there were times where I was thinking, oh gosh, there she is again every single time. I can't come and go without her seeing seeing me and hearing me and waving to me. But it's that type of you know stuff that you really think of and treasure now. So with those remarks, 
Let me introduce Peter Lance. Good morning, Pete. <laughs> good morning. Thank you for your remarks. I hadn't had a chance to introduce you yet. I'd also like to introduce and say good morning to attorney Mike Coleman. Good morning. Thank you. So, gentlemen, here we are again. We are broadcasting this show. We're recording this show from our offices at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. Uh, you can't miss our office. You'll see the American flag and the Marine Corps flag flying out front when you go up Fonts Corner Road. We actually get a lot of comments on that. But we have something interesting else happening this morning. We don't usually have this, so we haven't had this when we recorded at the studios of WBSM. We have this big white fuzzy dog underneath the table keeping us company. Her head is on my foot. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it was. Yeah. yeah, she likes to do that. Her name is Luna. She's a wonderful dog, and it's uh, Pete's dog. So Luna can be part of the show also. Which I love. I love having the dogs in the studio and in the office. Uh, that poem that my father read uh, it was on sort of like a, a large note card, and it was typed out. Um, last year for Father's Day, I believe, it was either a Father's Day or a birthday present, I had someone um, write it out in really fancy cursive writing and then I had it framed, um, although the person that wrote it out wrote it in such fancy cursive that you can't really read it, so I have to have it redone at some point. But we do have the typed version, and she wrote a note at the bottom that was inspired by her pessimistic co-worker, Hetty, during the World War II. And she wrote this on June 3, 1942. So even from the past, this is a message for today from my mother and your grandmother, Pete. Mm. So that's nice, isn't it? It is. Gosh, we've got so much to talk about. So, Mike, I'm going to ask you in 60 seconds to give me a complete summary of the CARES Act. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's complicated, ladies and gentlemen. It's really complicated. And also a special thank you this morning to... Not only to Pete and Mike who are with me, but also to Brody who's uh, handling all the controls and watching the, the microphone levels and the speakers. And he's doing this from his laptop up in New Hampshire. So this is what technology is doing for us today. One quick thing that I'd like to mention, uh, a couple of things uh, actually is we are not allowed to have our staff in the office, but they are working remotely. Uh, if you call the office, it's going to go directly to voicemail, but Shannon is monitoring the voicemail messages throughout the day, even on the weekends, and instantly emailing us with a detailed email uh, with whatever message was left on the uh, voicemail. Um, so we are working. We are in uh, communication. Things are obviously much different nowadays. Um, there are some clients that can do everything that they need to do. Uh, with us over the phone or through uh, Zoom video calls. Uh, there are some clients that must drop off paperwork or we must uh, deliver something to them. And in that case, they are just driving into our driveway and beeping the horn or uh, giving us a call and we run outside and uh, pass papers very carefully and then sanitize everything. So we're being very careful, but we are working and doing everything that we have always been able to do for you on both the law firm side and USA Wealth Group, as well as Lance Family Insurance. So let me just make a, uh, take a moment and mention that if you have questions of the law firm, call the law firm. If you have mm -hmm. questions for attorney Mike Coleman or attorney Tenny Lance, give them a call. 508-998-8800. Or Mike, what's the website they could visit? Yeah, you can go on to lancelawinc.com. Um, and we've been on the radio a couple times recently, the law firm I have been, but we don't ever, we haven't talked recently about what we do. Um, we're an estate planning firm, so we prepare wills. And Pete, you might want to mention um, something that the law firm is doing right now. Yeah, there's a couple of things I'd like to mention on a positive uh, note. One is that the numbers that we're seeing now, not just in Massachusetts, but nationally, is that the social distancing and what we are doing is uh, actually seeming like it's working. Um, the estimated deaths across the country uh, initially was supposed to be between 100,000 and 200,000. That was 10 days ago or so. And then a few days ago, the numbers were dropping to about, they think, 80,000 deaths across the country. And now um, they think that it's going to be around 60,000. And hopefully that number continues to drop. And that's with what people are doing and the efforts that they're doing with gloves and masks and um, 
uh, social distancing. One thing I will say very quickly is gloves should be one-time use or washed, either thrown out or washed, and masks, um, same thing. Uh, the other thing I'll mention is that please don't throw your masks and gloves on the ground when you're done using them. I see them all over the parking lots. Really? And uh, uh, the last thing I'll mention with regards to that is it doesn't make any difference if you wear your gloves and your mask while you're driving around. So I see a lot of people driving around <laughs> with their gloves and masks on. That's not going to do anything. So the one quick thing I'll mention that the law firm is doing, you've probably already heard this before, uh, is that, and there's no strings attached, um, if someone in your family or yourself becomes sick, you may need certain health care or other legal documents. Uh, the most important health care documents are the health care power of attorney or proxy, the HIPAA medical records release authorization, and a living will. As a service to the public, Lance Law Inc. has offered to provide these important documents to you free from now until April 30th. For more information, you can visit lancelawinc.com or write to them at info at lancelawinc.com or call them and leave a voicemail at 508-998-8800. And there's zero strings attached. It's free for these documents now until the end of the month. Well, healthcare documents are certainly very important right now, mm -hmm. aren't they, Mike? Absolutely. And um, so that includes a healthcare power of attorney, HIPAA form, and living will. These documents are all explained to you. Uh, we have a conference call. Either Tenny or I will talk to you on the phone. Um, we have forms for you to fill out to list agents, and we explain everything to you. We have a process for signing that doesn't include any physical contact between anyone. So if you're interested, give us a call. Phone number is 508-998-8800, or you could always email us at lancelawinc at aol.com. One of the things I'd like to mention is that there's so much information out there right now that it's got to be really confusing for anybody trying to figure out what are they eligible for, what benefits are they entitled for, are entitled to. And we'd like to be helpful to you and be your guide if you've got questions about any of those things. So we have the uh, Payroll Protection uh, Program. Um, what's, what's the actual name of that, Mike? Mike's laughing at me because I've got too many papers. I believe it's a Payment Protection Program. Payment Protection Program. Right. And by the way, most of the employees in the office, if not all of them, um, are currently on unemployment. They're going to be receiving some additional benefits. The office has been going through that whole process. Several, several of them are still working part-time, and they're being paid an additional amount, which legally they can, they can do. Um, and we're doing things like continuing benefits, such as health insurance. So this is a tough time. It's estimated that half of the population in the country lives paycheck to paycheck and doesn't have enough money to be able to put their hands on $400 even. So this is a difficult time for everybody, a lot of people out there. And one of the things I think that will come out of this in a positive, uh, something positive that will come out of all of this is I think that people will truly appreciate what's most important once this is all past us. And that's your health and your family. And I also think that it will teach people to be more frugal and value um, money much more than they did in the past, just like maybe your grandparents or great-grandparents did, uh, or maybe your parents, depending on your age of, of uh, who's listening, because they went through the Great Depression and they scrimped and saved and were very frugal because of it. One of the things that uh, we've been a member of for a long time is the South Coast Chamber of Commerce is called One South Coast Chamber because not very long ago, the Fall River Chamber of Commerce and the Greater New Bedford Chamber of Commerce merged and created one new Chamber of Commerce. They've been putting out some really useful in, uh, information. Because we're a member, we print this information. So for example, they have the Corona Gu Coronavirus Small Business Guide, the Coronavirus Loan Guide to Help Small Businesses, the Economic Injury Disaster Loan, EIDL Program Guide, and a lot of very useful information. If you don't belong to the Chamber of Commerce, you're not going to be able to get this information directly, but we have access to that. We'll be happy to share it and provide it and help out as many people as we can possibly help. Um, if you need to file for unemployment, Mike, could you say a couple of words about how you file for unemployment? What's the best way these days? 
It's actually really easy. You can just go online um, to the Mass Unemployment website. Um, it's it's a pretty simple process. You have to log in, create a password. They're going to ask you a bunch of questions. Uh, probably take you about 20 to 30 minutes to complete. So um, applying for unemployment is best done online. I'm not even sure if they're allowing people to go in person to apply for Probably by appointment only, I would think. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult. But online is the best. Yeah. And I know that it's very difficult to reach anyone by calling them. Um, it's, uh, you know, several days to get a call back from them even. Well, this is a time when everybody needs to have something positive in their life and some positive ideas and outlook going forward. I've always been that kind of a person during my lifetime. I've always been an optimist. I have to say, as I think about it, I'm sure I got that from my mother. Mm -hmm. But here's a quotation from Albert Einstein. There are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. One, so, go ahead. I was just going to say one thing that we have. Uh, we, we, as always, do a ton of research prior to the shows. Um, and there's one thing that might be um, of interest to some of you listening who are artists or who derive their work from um, independent teaching of art, or humanists, or scientists. Uh, if you've lost income due to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, uh, there's something called the Mass Cultural Council that uh, have a grant fund. And if you've lost money due to this uh, crisis, uh, you can receive a grant of $1,000 and uh, you can go on to their website. It's massculturalcouncil.org, and that's how you can go and get some more information about how to receive that $1,000 um, from the grant that they've, they've uh, provided. And by the way, Pete, this is something that we received on email, so not everybody's going to know about this. This is for individual artists and independent teaching artists, humanists, and scientists who've lost income uh, as a result of their uh, not getting work. So it's a grant of $1,000. Uh, there is an application deadline of April 22, and, uh, 2020. So there's only a couple of weeks to apply for this. Grants are going to be awarded by geographic region, and it will be proportional to that region's application demand. So if you don't remember this or don't have time to write it down, but if you are an artist yourself or somebody, you know somebody who is, this is an opportunity for them to apply for a grant hmm. so that they can have some funds and keep their business going. And give us a call at 508-998-8858. If you want more information, ask for Pete or ask for Ray. We'd be happy to provide that for you. Um, so let's talk about some of the other stuff. I, I have to say that one of the things that I did this morning in preparing some material for the show is I went into one of the many sites that we belong to, and I printed off a 50-page report. And it's not only a life events checklist, it's, uh, there's a detailed section on uh, Family First Response, Coronavirus Response Act, which is the CARES Act, and lots of ad other additional useful information. Uh, you've got that also, Pete, right? Yes, I do. And... Let's talk about a couple of things. I want to give you a quotation also in the area of positive quotations from a gentleman named Seth Godin. Life's too short is repeated often enough to be a cliche, but this time it's true. You don't have enough time to be both unhappy and mediocre. It's not just pointless, it's painful. And the idea there is you don't need to be mediocre. You know, Mike, I think this is probably a time when a lot of people are reevaluating what are they doing with their lives mm -hmm. and what else do they need to do to survive and yeah. is there something else they could do on a part-time basis? We've actually been very busy lately. Um, I don't know why, but it seems like uh, people are urgent about getting things done. Maybe this crisis, the coronavirus, has caused people to sort of sit back and say, well, I need to get my affairs in order. Um, but yeah, we've been very busy lately. And I think that's another important point, Mike, is, and I said this uh, to my wife about a week ago, that, you know, most people don't like to think about their own mortality, who really does. Um, and because of that, most people don't plan, and many don't plan until it's too late, and then they don't have a plan. And 
that includes life insurance as well. A lot of life insurance companies right now are waiving certain things that they used to require just to get life insurance in place for people who are concerned. Um, so if there's anything that you have not acted on in terms of planning for your future and also for you know ultimately the end, uh, please consider giving the law firm a call to talk about you know important documents such as an estate plan or a will uh, and you can call our office to talk about getting some life insurance in place. Mm-hmm. Mike, in a couple of minutes I'm going to ask if you could uh, pull out the material that you have on the paycheck program and we'll talk a little bit about that. But I also want to get started uh, talking about the CARES Act. This is a two trillion dollar bill that was passed and it was intended that 560 billion would go to individuals, public health 153 billion, state and local governments 339 billion, small businesses 377 billion, and big corporations 500 billion. But guess what? Right away, a lot of that money has been spoken for, hasn't it? So there's not enough money in that $2 trillion package. So just within the last day or so, um, an additional bill has been passed increasing that amount. Yeah, it was a few days ago. I think it was uh, Wednesday. And um, do either of you know the additional amount that was uh, put out? I've actually heard a a bunch of different things. Um, Democrats were putting forth one thing. Republicans were putting forth another of $250 billion. Um, But I think what eventually will happen is that an additional CARES Act will come out, a CARES 2 bill. Um, And they're saying that this could be as much as $1 trillion additional dollars. Okay. And actually, I had a figure of $2.3 trillion additional money. All right. So (laughs) I don't think we know at this point. um, As much as we're tracking all of this and trying to stay on top top of it, it changes day by day by day. And and regarding uh, unemployment benefits, just as an aside, um, we have heard from some people who have applied for unemployment that it took them about 10 days before they received their first payment. Uh, Some people, it's been longer than 10 days and they still haven't, so it's really all over the place as to when you're receiving these unemployment benefits. Um, they will be retroactive, though. And I, I know that some people have received not only their state benefits, but also an additional payment from the stimulus package. And the stimulus money um, is supposed to have hit uh, people's uh, bank accounts for those who have filed electronically and had the, the tax return um, direct deposited into your bank accounts. Um, we've heard that some people have started to receive that uh, as early as this past Thursday, April 9th, um, but I, I haven't heard many people who have actually received it yet. So there's several different methods of compensation. One is under the CARES Act, most individuals are going to receive a one-time payment. It could be as much as $1,200. So most individuals who earn less than $75,000 can expect to get a one-time cash payment of $1,200. It's going to be automatically put into your bank account. And for people who haven't filed tax returns in the last year or so, it may take a little bit longer for them to get their check and get their money. Yeah, and if you filed and receive an actual check in the mail, uh, then unfortunately your stimulus checks will take quite a bit longer. Nobody really knows yet. They're talking several weeks to possibly several months before you actually get physical checks in the mail. But this one-time cash payment, let's just say you make less than $75,000 as an individual, the one-time cash payment will be $1,200. If you're married, then each person in the couple will receive that check. And if you have children living at home in the family, you can also expect to get $500 per child. Correct. And one interesting thing about that is it's dependents living in your home who are 17 or younger, not 18 or younger. I, I read and, and learned the reasoning behind that, but I, I've forgotten that information, unfortunately. But it's only children 17 and younger that you can receive that additional $500. And let me mention as an example, so if you had a family of four, say two adults and two children, and their total income together was less than $150,000, there's going to be $1,200 for the husband, $1,200 for the wife, $500 for each child. So 12 and 12 is 2,400. 
plus another $500 per child is another $1,000, that couple can expect to get $3,400. Hmm. And that's a one-time payment. It's a one-time payment. It's right. designed to reflect the fact that people are now trying to figure out how they're going to pay for food and, and support themselves. And I know on top of that one-time payment, there's also an additional unemployment benefit. Now, I know, I know that some people have already received payments of this, and when we first talked about it, they, we wondered if they were going to be different amounts in different states. It was up to $600, um, and I know that some people have received payments of $600. Now, this is income. Right. So it looks, like, income. it looks like they're not taking taxes out of these payments, so at some point in the future, you're going to have to pay tax on that money. Okay, so this is also confusing, but if you have an out-of-work person who's getting, let's say, unemployment of $340 a week under the new federal program, they could get an additional $600 per week for a total of $940. Mm -hmm. So this is another reason why sometimes people being laid off could actually end up making more money for this short period of time. Well, the idea was for the $600 amount to just make up for the amount that they're not making on unemployment. Right. But it looks like what they're doing is they're just sending 600 out and, right. you know. One thing with regards to these um, stimulus funds that you uh, will receive is please be uh, judicious with what you do with the funds. Yeah. Um, I, I've heard some people, you know, joking around saying they're going to buy this and buy that. It's being given to you to get you through these difficult times. So... You know, if your car payments have been able to be pushed back a couple of months, um, they're still going to be due. It's just they're being pushed back a couple of months. If you have a landlord who you're paying rent to and they're saying, listen, don't worry about rent for the next you know, month or two, um, it's still going to be due when all this is over. So don't get into an even deeper hole and, and spend these, this, these uh, stimulus funds um, foolishly. You know, use it for what it's meant for, which is keeping up with your bills. And by the way, these one-time payments, you don't have to do anything to apply for them. The money is going to be simply automatically sent out, deposited into your checking account, and so forth. I'm sure or by now everybody has heard, um, but I just had a client this past week who, who didn't hear that uh, tax returns have been delayed until July 15th. So, um, you know, we're already... Uh, basically right up on April 15th. So you're probably all aware of that, but just in case, don't worry about it. In addition, uh, you can actually still make your 2019 contributions to an IRA or whatnot um, up until that July 15th um, deadline as well. I want to mention one more thing about this one-time payment. If you make a lot of money, you're not going to get a one-time payment. It's that simple. So what I said earlier is that if you earn less than $75,000, you're going to get a one-time cash payment of $1,200. If you make more than that, it starts to phase out. So it'll be a reduced amount. If you make more than $99,000 or a couple making $198,000, you won't get anything on the one-time payment. So we've talked about that, the one-time payment. We're going to come back to some of the other things in just a minute after we take a very short break. Uh, this is our own in-house advertisement. If you or someone in your family becomes sick, you might need certain legal health care documents. The most important health care documents are the health care proxy or the health care power of attorney, a HIPAA form, which allows people to look at your medical records in a living will. As a service to the public, Lancelot Inc. has offered to provide these important documents to you free from now through April 30th. For more information, visit lancelawinc.com or contact them at, write to them at info at lancelawinc.com. So stay safe and stay well, and they'll be happy to help you. There is no charge for that. So welcome back, Mike, Attorney Mike Coleman, and welcome back, Pete, Mr. Pete Lance, who happens to be my son. Uh, he's my number one son. It's I an always old joke. tell him he's my number <laughs> one son. Then I say, oh, wait a minute, you're my only son. <laughs> It's a joke that has long been put to bed, I believe, or should be, I should say. One other thing I'd like to um, mention uh, briefly is 
for any of you who have small businesses, you're probably already aware of the small business loans that are available. But if not, uh, give us a call or send us an email and we'll send you the link on how to apply for that. Um, still not sure how that process is all going to go and when funds will, will actually be available um, and applications approved. But um, there are resources out there. And then uh, I've seen on Facebook a couple of good ideas. And one of them is for uh, businesses that you typically support um, like restaurants that are your favorite restaurants, uh, think about if you do have a di you know some extra funds right now and you're not really struggling yourself, uh, maybe getting some takeout from them, but obviously sanitizing the packaging that it comes in before you actually sit down to eat it. Um, and the best thing I've heard is for these restaurants that you really enjoy that are suffering right now, uh, consider going and buying a gift card, a gift certificate from them now if you have the funds and then going and having, having, having some nice meals when all this is over. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's a good possibility. I'd like to give a quotation from a, a very well-known inspirational, motivational speaker, Anthony Robbins. He said, to make profound changes in your life, you need either inspiration or desperation. But this is a time, I suspect, when a lot of people have some extra time. Maybe they're at home and they're thinking about what else should I be thinking about doing in my life? Mm. People are spending a lot of time on computers. You know, I don't know about you, Mike, but I'm finding so many emails coming in from so many different sources. Everybody's got a message to send out today, yeah, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Some of them are good. Some of them can be sort of overwhelming. Um, everyone seems like everyone has their own uh, offers at this time. But one of the other things I wanted to mention that was um, part of what we spoke about before is the Paycheck Protection Program, or Good, PPP. Yeah, PPP. If you hear everyone, anyone refer to the PPP, that's the Paycheck Protection Program, and that's offered through the Small Business Administration. Um, and basically, you have to apply with a, a an SBA-approved lender. Um, there are a number of steps to the application, but basically what it does is it helps small businesses um, cover payroll, or utility payments or anything like that during this crisis. You just reminded me of a movie that I just watched with my um, two of my children last week. We've been watching a lot of movies that we haven't watched in years. Um, uh, Mr. Popper's Penguins, hmm. and there was a, his secretary was something like Priscilla Popsley or something, and everything she said was with a P. And Mike just said PPP and all these different <laughs> P words. And <laughs> Mr. Popper's Penguin. He, Mr. Popper's Penguins. It's, oh, Jim, it's a that. Jim Carrey movie. Oh, and he, never he heard of it. inherits uh, six penguins, and he lives in an upscale New York apartment building, and he has to figure out how to take care of them. Hmm. But his assistant is this woman who says everything with a P. It's, you know, <laughs> everything is a P that she says. Basically. Well, we'll have to look for that. But we also have these pop filters that we have in our office recording studio that are supposed to get the peas to sound a little bit softer. Mm. <laughs> Why don't you explain what that is? So this is a large filter that sits in front of the microphone. It's about the size of a, a saucer for a coffee cup, for example. So you can't really see the microphone. You're looking at this big thing in front of your mouth. Maybe it, we could wear it as a mask. And it controls the... <laughs> is that what it does? <laughs> okay. Well, as I said, we've got a lot of information. We're happy to share any of it with you. Um, I belong to a, a, a service called Advices. We get a lot of great material from there. Here are some of their uh, small things to say. Personal savings, a lot of people may have some personal savings or an emergency fund that will allow them to survive for a while. Most people don't. And again, that's what I said at the top of the show is that one of the only positives that may come out of all of this is appreciating what really matters and also preparing and actually having some funds set aside for emergencies going forward after we get all through this. It's a time to look at a lot of things. Uh, for example, credit cards. What if you got credit cards right now and you don't have any extra money to pay your credit card payment? Why don't you get in touch with your credit card company and say, I can't afford to make the payment right now, and can I waive payment for a certain period of time? Could I have the interest rate lowered and I can make a lower payment? You'd be surprised. You can do this in normal times, but you can do it also now. Give them a call. Don't just stop making the payment. Do something to try to preserve your credit. What if you have a life insurance policy, Pete, that has cash value? What could you do with that? With the cash value? I mean, you can take a loan out of it. Uh, it okay. just reduces the death benefit. So 
For example, say you had a $150,000 life insurance policy, of course it would have to be a whole life policy, and you have $20,000 of cash value built up into that policy, you can take a loan of the full amount and you will not have to pay it back ever. Um, however, that uh, death benefit will be reduced by the $20,000 plus any interest if the, the company charges that, which most do. So let me inter interrupt you just for a quick second right there. Let's say you have cash built up in your life insurance policy. There's two ways you could take cash out. You could simply say, send me a check. Mm -hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the money out, not as a loan, but I just want to take the money out. That's going to be ordinary income if you do that. Hmm. A better way to do it is to get in touch with the company and do a, a cash loan, a loan against your cash value. Then it's not considered income to you. But also, you have to pay it back. No, you don't necessarily have to pay it back. As Peter yeah. said, if you had a large policy, let's say it was $150,000 and you had $25,000 worth of cash value built up in it, mm -hmm. you can borrow out, uh, say, $25,000. You don't have to pay it back but it will just reduce the death benefit on the end when you pass away. And I've seen a lot of clients do this over the years in emergency situations where they've taken cash value out, uh, cash out of the, of, the, of the policy as a loan, and some of them pay it off uh, slowly over time, so it builds the death benefit back up again, and some just don't. And what if you have a deferred annuity, Pete, which has uh, value built up in it? Most deferred annuities uh, have a limitation on how much money you could take out, but this might be the kind of time when you need to think of taking some money out of your annuity uh, to live on or to help a family member. So there's a few rules about this. Hopefully, if you're going to do that, perhaps you're over the age of 59 and a half, um, and otherwise you could end up paying some penalties as far as the IRS is concerned. Yeah, you pay a 10% penalty if you're below age 59 and a half. If you're over that, you can take it out. Um, and most annuity, most insurance companies uh, who sell annuities allow 10% a year free withdrawal. But again, you should be over that 59 and a half if, unless it's really necessary. But this is a time when we can answer your questions. If you say, yep, I've got an annuity. I would like to know, could I take some money out? We can help you even over the telephone, review your annuity contract with you and tell you what you could do, should do, shouldn't do, uh, who are your beneficiaries, and so forth. This is also a time when you should be taking a look at your IRA accounts and making sure you have proper beneficiaries named correctly. So I'm dealing with a situation right now, this is a true story, Pete, where a woman um, passed away, first her husband did, and then she did, and there's an IRA account, it's a fairly significant amount. And in her regular estate plan, her will or her trust, she has three nieces and nephews named as her beneficiaries. But on this fairly large IRA account, she only named one niece as her sole mm -hmm. beneficiary. Mm -hmm. She never got around to changing it. And so the niece who's the beneficiary said, well, in fairness, I couldn't in good conscience take this I need to share it with the other two cousins. And so how do I split this up into three? Well, there's a federal disclaimer process, but it gets really messy and sticky and tricky and tax implications. So if you haven't done it for a while, this is the time to take a look at your IRA accounts and make sure your beneficiaries are set up correctly the way you want them to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we normally recommend doing that you know, once a year, just taking a look at your policies and seeing who your beneficiaries are because life happens, life changes, people die, people get divorced, all kinds of things happen. So you always wanna make sure that your beneficiaries are up to date and it's very easy to change your beneficiaries. It's a very simple form and you can do it as many times as you want. There's no fee or anything. Uh, we can assist you with that as well. On a similar note, um, we had a client contact us today to inquire about the free healthcare documents that we talked about before. And she had done her trust back in 2001. And I reviewed her file and it turns out she has 34 different specific distributions within wow. her trust. Wow. And she hasn't been here since 2001. So um, although I told her, you know, you may not need the healthcare documents, you should definitely come in for a review of documents. Or at least start to review over the telephone. Absolutely. And yeah. if you don't have a plan in place, it's going to get very messy yeah. and very expensive for the people that you leave behind. Your uh, assets are going to go through probate, 
Everybody's going to be, it's public knowledge, so everybody can uh, go and see what your assets are and what's going on while it's going through probate court. Families fighting with one another um, many times because somebody wants this and somebody else wants that. Somebody thinks that they should get more because they were more of a caretaker or, you know, whatever. So that's just one many uh, one of many uh, important reasons why you should have a will or a trust in place. And it's also why an annuity or life insurance are such important tools to have um, because they have clear, defined beneficiaries, so there's no fighting, no confusion. I suspect this is a time when a lot of people are saying to themselves, well, I've been thinking about doing my estate plan for a long time, or I've been thinking about doing something different financially for a long time, and what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Well, you still need to have it reviewed and talk about it. We can right. do those kinds of things over the telephone. One other quick thing to mention, just sort of along the same lines as this, is if any of you out there listening have a 401k and you are no longer with a company that uh, you were making contributions to the 401k, you should absolutely roll it over into an IRA. There's many different things that you can do with it. Um, if you rolled it over into an annuity, for example, we've helped many clients with that, uh, then there is a clear defined beneficiary, whereas you just leave it as a 401k, there's no clear defined beneficiary. So just another thing to consider. Well, the other reason to think about it, and the timing is kind of difficult right now, is if you've got a 401k and you're not really controlling the investments, think about what's probably happened to your investment value right now. So it may or may not be a time to make some changes in that, but at least you should have it looked at. And don't automatically assume that, well, I've got a 401k at work. I'm going to take some money out. I've got money there I can use to live on hmm. or to help my child or whatever it happens to be. Uh, if you take a withdrawal from your 401k, it can be a taxable event. If you're younger than the age of 59 and a half, uh, it's, there's some tax penalties involved. And the other thing is that you can sometimes take a loan from your 401k account. So those are things that we can help you with if you have questions. And just as a reminder that I mentioned at the very, very top of the show is we are here. We are working. It's just the two attorneys and my father and I in the office. All of our staff are uh, home. Most of them are working from home remotely with equipment that we bought for them. Um, But uh, attorney Mike Coleman, attorney Tenny Lance, my father and myself are here in the office working, and we can take your calls and um, get your emails. And be willing to ask for help. Let's say that you are a tenant and you can't pay your rent. Don't do nothing. Contact your landlord and say, can I forego rent for a while? Can I pay a little bit less rent for a while? It doesn't hurt to ask these things and find out about it. Yeah, I mentioned that last week. I remember clearly stating that, that if you are struggling, if you're out of work suddenly, don't just stop paying your bills. Contact the companies, contact the credit card companies, contact um, your car company if you have a, a, yeah. a loan on car your vehicle. Payments. Don't just stop paying them. Call them, and I'm I'm sure that every company at this point is working out something where where they'll have you stop making payments for two months and just add the um, payments on the end of your loans. Yep, that's a really good point. So let's say you bought a car a year ago and you're making payments on it. You say, "How the heck am I going to continue making car payments?" Call the car company, mm. and as Peter said, most of these will probably already have a program in place. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is ask, and they'll. Say, don't make any payments for three months, then resume payments, and we'll put the other payments on the end. How about your mortgage, Pete? Um, I, I haven't heard, uh, I haven't looked into it myself, um, but I'm sure that most mortgage companies are doing the exact same thing where they're letting you put payments on the end. They are. Many of them are doing this now. So don't be afraid to pick up the phone and call your bank. It's important to try to preserve credit as much as you can, and don't just not make the payment. Call up your bank and say, or email your bank, uh, I've been unemployed, I don't have income coming in, could I go ahead and suspend payments and tack it on to the end of the mortgage? And I know that some car companies, I don't know how many people are going out and buying cars right now, but there are some car companies where if you buy a new car, they don't require payments for a couple months. I've seen that advertised. So, I, I saw yeah. a Ford ad, for example, that said yeah. exactly that. Yep. Buy, buy, buy a new car now, get yourself into a brand new car, and you don't have to make payments for three months. Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe, and I might be mistaken, but I don't believe that um, car dealers in Massachusetts are open right now. 
Um, I know that there are several across the country because I'm on. Uh, I'm a big auto enthusiast, and I'm on several different automotive Facebook pages. And I've seen some people saying that their dealership locally, you know, Oklahoma or wherever, are offering huge discounts on cars right now and really low interest and everything else. Um, so I know that there are some dealerships across the country that are open, but I think that Massachusetts it's not considered an essential business because I saw. A friend of mine who's a, a general manager of a Nissan dealership, I believe, who said, why are we not considered essential? We should be open um, because people need money. Uh, I mean, they need, need vehicles to go back and forth to the other essential businesses. But I think the service departments are open. That, That's yes. what I've heard. So if, That would make sense. Yeah. Toyota's been doing a big ad campaign yeah. on that. Yeah. So one of the things that we're going to continue to do is offer very specific tips that could be helpful. Don't be afraid to ask if you can have some forbearance on a loan payment because chances are you're going to be able to do that without impacting your credit. As I said earlier, this is a time to sort of reevaluate some things as well. A person named Robin Sharma once said, one of the saddest things in life is to get to the end and look back and regret, knowing that you could have been, done, and had so much more. So it's a time to think about really where are you going? I'm going to give a free plug to two places that I really like a lot, especially one. Um, I liked both of them very much, but unfortunately the owner of one of them passed away and then his wife took that over, but I believe that she sold it to somebody else who I don't really know. Um, that's M&M Auto on Dartmouth Street. I'm not sure if they're still open. They probably are. Um, but the one that I've had a relationship with for 20 years now is Glassman Automotive up on Church Street in New Bedford. And I know that he's been saying that business has been really slow. So please, um, you know, support him. Um, he's one of the nicest, most honest people you'll ever meet. And that's Glassman Automotive up on Church Street. One of the companies that I've noticed has still been open, at least it was a few days ago, is the uh, magazine and newspaper stand that's on Pope's Island. What's the name of it? You go there all the time, Pete. Newsbreak. I love that place. And yeah. Great place. I'm concerned about them because they're shut down right now. Are they? And yeah, they're not an essential business. I mean, Barnes and Noble is shut down, and Newsbreak is a great, great place. And I love to read magazines. I don't like to read stuff online. Um, and they were already seeming like they were struggling a little bit because there's so many magazines that are going out of print. Well, and uh, so there's a lot of ways you can help. We're going to talk about that as a whole different topic. There's so much to talk about under the CARES Act. Um, I think what we're going to do next week is we're going to talk strictly about the CARES Act itself. As we're getting down to the end of our time today, there's a lot of money that's available for small business administration loans, SBA loans. If you are the owner of a business and you've had to lay off employees, there's money available that you can keep paying employees. And if you continue to do that, those loans can be forgiven entirely later. So it's a way to try to keep money in the economy. Uh, some of these can be fairly substantial amounts. Uh, we have a lot of information on the program itself. We can get you the applications. We can guide you through the process of filling it out. Uh, we've actually submitted a couple here already, uh, one in connection with our own business. Uh, we're in a funny situation where we almost have too much information to share. Today we talked a little bit about the uh, Paycheck Protection uh, Program, mm -hmm. PPP, yep. and we talked a little bit about the, the one-time grants that are available, a little bit about unemployment, but we want to talk more in detail about the tax rules and the CARES Act specifically. Um, and again, we've got a lot of printed material on this as well. Mike, why don't you give one more uh, shout out for this yeah, I was going to say that Lance Law is offering free healthcare documents at the moment, a healthcare power of attorney, HIPAA form, and a living will. So I'm not going to get into too much detail. We don't have a bunch of time left. But if you're interested in knowing more about it, give us a call at 508-998-8800. Or you can email us at lancelawinc at aol.com. Phones are off, but you can leave a voicemail. So take advantage of that if you think that will help you. I'd like to give a quotation from Sherry Carter Scott. Ordinary people believe only in the possible. Extraordinary people visualize not what is possible or probable, but rather what is impossible. And by visualizing the impossible, they begin to see it as possible. 
you had a great quote last week that uh, you mentioned. I wish that you had it in front of you. You probably don't about working apart. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Do you remember who the poet is? Yeah, Robert Frost. Robert Frost. I happen to have that here. Hmm. I'll do that in just a minute. I want to give you a couple of quick quotations as we start to wind down here. We've got about uh, uh, two minutes left, maybe a little bit more. For those of you who have been long-term listeners of the show, give us some feedback about how these shows are going. This is, I think, the fourth show that we've done in our now in-house um, office studio. So a gentleman named Robert Collier once said, see things as you would have them be instead of as they are. And I think uh, Robert Kennedy did a takeoff on that. Remember that? I see things as they are. No. You weren't born then, probably, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> I'm the old man in the group here, folks. Um, so let me give you my quotation from Robert Frost. We're, we're trying to practice this very much. He wrote a poem called The Tuft of Flowers. And the poem concludes at the end, Men work together, I told him from the heart. Whether they work together or apart. Hmm. And that's what we're doing right now. We're working apart, aren't we? Yep. So we're happy to help you with the SBA applica applications. We're happy to help you with any questions at all that you might have um, regarding these difficult times. I've got a lot more quotes that I was going to use today, but I don't want to have the whole show be uh, just about quotations. Take some time to uh, ask for free documents if that would help you or your family or somebody that you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I do have a closing quotation. Did you ever hear of the Dalai Lama? Yes. Okay, here's a quote from the Dalai Lama. Every day think as you wake up. Today I am fortunate to have woken up. I am alive. I have a precious human life. I am not going to waste it. I'm going to use all my energies to develop myself, to expand my heart out to others. I'm going to benefit others as much as I can. We're seeing a lot of that today, aren't we? That's from the Dalai yeah. Lama. Yeah. By the way, if anybody ever wants one of these quotations, uh, just call up and say, I'd like to have that quotation if you can get that to me. Um, remember that this show is going to be put onto the website for usawealthgroup.com. You'll be able to listen to it again uh, in that fashion. Take some time to visit the websites for Lance Law Inc. Mike, what's your website again? LanceLawInc.com. And Peter, USA Wealth. USAWealthGroup.com. Right. There's and a lot of useful material there. Yeah, again, if you call us, you leave a voicemail. Shannon is checking them all throughout the day, and will send us an email with your message. I think we've been blessed so far in southeastern Massachusetts. We have a number of corona cases, but by and large, it hasn't been very extensive. Continue to stay healthy. Continue to stay socially distant. Wash your hands, watch what you're touching, wear a mask if you go into any public place, mm -hmm. a bandana if necessary. And above all, stay well, and thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>